I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF. I'm the founder of Chakra Girl Co., and I'm giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life, and activate your chakras. We have a Trey special episode today. We are chatting with Jericho Mandibur. She is an absolute delight okay she's an expert in all things tarot energy healing healing she's an author she has a podcast and she's the editorial director of a little brand called girl boss ever heard of it guys today is really about like divination practices 101 we're going into all the different practices we're talking a lot about self-care we're talking about embodying your inner empress we're talking about the little mermaid Trust me on this. It's really interesting. Uh, We're talking about just embracing the death of work-life balance and how to cope in a world where there's really no divide between when you're at home and when you're working. And we're talking about how to be of self-service and the misconceptions of self-care. Jericho's also sharing her best mantra to get out of your own way, and I've been using it, and I'm obsessed with it. Guys, okay, pardon me because my jeans are so effing tight right now. I can barely reach my microphone, but we're dealing with it. I'm also wearing a big, giant, chunky Gucci belt that's digging into my ribs, but trying to deal. Anyways, guys, it is our first anniversary of Shocker Girl Radio. Can you even believe it? It has been a year. We launched March 10th, and I am just... 
My heart is really full, you guys. I started this podcast on a whim. It was a suggestion from a friend. I actually had another podcast before this, little known fact. I think it's still available on the airwaves. It's called Hot, Rich, and Humble, and I did it with one of my friends. Um, But I was like branching out, going out on my own. It's really hard to like do something with someone else. I'm someone who likes to just like go for it and get stuff done really quickly. And it's hard when you have to juggle two schedules. Anyways, started the podcast in March. I've had the best guests. I have the best listeners. Everyone listening, you are fucking amazing. Like, I literally have the best listeners. Chakra babes are where it's at. Like, I get the best DMs from you guys, and you're so loyal, and you're always messaging and asking for tips and giving me tips. Like, I get so many tips from you guys too, and it's so, so nice. I get a little emo thinking about it, and I'm usually a bit of an ice queen because I'm Aquarius, so it's a big deal if I'm feeling emo and emotional. So thank you guys all. I'm just like so excited. I feel like the podcast has brought me so many opportunities and so many amazing people, and let's uh, see what happens this year, guys. Okay, let's get into the chakra tip. Sound baths. Oh my God. If you have not been to a sound bath, literally just like Google it. There's got to be one in your city. Make it happen. Go to one. So essentially it's these crystal bowls and they have this like, I'm I'm not going to use the right word, but this like (laughs) paddle stick situation and they kind of run it along the outside of the bowl and they ding the bowl and the noises are just amazing. So the sound, it's called binary like sound waves. So it literally affects your energy and it puts your energy into like a different vibration and a different flow. So every different bowl is for a different chakra because they're different crystals. For example, I was at Reiki yesterday. So I had a Reiki session and she was using a solar plexus bowl, which I'm assuming was made of citrine. And she had it on my stomach and she was playing this bowl and then she took it off. I literally felt like a firework went off in my solar plexus. And your solar plexus is all about kind of like releasing the ego and stepping into like your true highest self. It's about confidence. It's about your inner spark and that energy, that kind of like je ne sais quoi that makes people turn their heads when you walk in the room. So watch out world. My solar plexus is on fleek. It's literally like on fire. And I have the beautiful sound bath crystal bowl to thank for it. So go do one. If you are in LA, I actually have a past client named Rain Lou. So it's like R-A-Y-N-E. Then her last name is L-E-W and she does sound baths sometimes. I don't know where she does them, but you can follow her on Instagram and ask her. Her handle is the heroin chic, not heroin, like the drug, obviously like a heroin, heroin. I don't know. Do you say it different when it's like a, like, I don't know. I didn't even think of the word a hero, like a female hero, heroine. I don't know, whatever. Anyways, (sighs) chakra shout out guys. I got a crystal straw. So we all know we got to save the fucking sea turtles. No more plastic straws. We have to drink out of cardboard straws and it's like you're drinking out of a tampon applicator. I'm not down with the tampon applicator straws. So one of my lovely clients, friends, past podcast guest, actually, Nicole Buron, she, check out her episode with her. She's really magical and check her out on Instagram too. She's doing some really cool stuff, uh, but she sent me this 
gift of this crystal straw. So it's a metal straw, but it's got a giant amethyst on the top of it. So I have this amazing straw. And what I love is that as you're drinking, you can just kind of visualize that the great vibrations of the amethyst are going into your mouth. And who doesn't want amethyst in and around their mouth? So the brand of the straw, it's called Glass, but it's spelled like G-L-A-C-C-E. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Glass, but go follow them. I'm giving you guys all the instructions on who to follow on Instagram. Follow me, Shocker Girl Co. Tell me what you love about the podcast. Tell me what guests you want to have. And let's get into the episode. Now I'm just rambling. Love you. You're going to love this episode. So obviously self-care is amazing and the best and you have to do it every day, but... I don't know about you guys, but for some of my blocks, I have to call in reinforcements. Did you know that you can get online counseling with a company called BetterHelp? I'm obsessed with the idea that you can lay in bed eating ice cream and resolve your issues all at the same time. And it's amazing because you connect with professional counselors in a safe, private online environment. And I can just be cuddling with my dog at the same time. Chakra babes are busy. So I love that you can get help on your time at your pace with video or phone. You can even text with your therapist for those quick little support needs. Like when the whole Jordan and Tristan thing happened, I wish I had someone to talk to because I felt really betrayed. But like I said, they're all licensed professional counselors who specialize in every area, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and it's all 100% confidential. And if for whatever reason, you don't feel like you vibe with your counselor, you can just get a new one for no additional charge and you can choose from 3,000 people across 50 states and you actually don't even have to live in the U.S. to sign up and get support it's worldwide because it's all online so you don't need to sit in a stuffy office reading a tv guide from 1993 you can text chat phone and video and you have your first communication with someone within 24 hours from your computer your mobile web Android or iOS. And since they have such broad expertise, it's amazing because the expert just doesn't have to live in your city. And no matter what's going on, they've got you covered. You can schedule weekly sessions or more if you need. And even more importantly, financial aid is available for those that qualify. It's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, affordable. But remember, this is not a crisis line. So I guess I can't be texting my counselor every time I read People magazine. But Best of all, it's totally affordable and Chakra Girl Radio listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Chakra. So why not get started today? Work through whatever is holding you back. Go to betterhelp.com slash Chakra. Simply fill out the questionnaire. They will assess your needs and you'll get matched with a counselor that you will love. So that's betterhelp.com slash Chakra. Go check it out, guys. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with Jerry Co. Mandibur. She is a writer, tarot reader, healer, author, and podcast host, plus the editorial director of a little brand called Girl Boss. Ever heard of it, guys? She facilitates spiritual healing sessions that combine tarot, astrology, Reiki, and... Yeah, I mean, I feel like that sounds really amazing, and I can't wait to hear more. And her podcast is called Self Service, which is about spirituality and self care. So that's what we're talking about today, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you. Yay, I'm so excited too. Okay, let's dive in to our slumber party questions. It is Friday after all. We need a good slumber party vibe. Sure. 
what is your daily ritual? Okay, uh, so when I get up, I always stretch, especially like my neck and shoulders because I get really bad migraines and I'm always super stiff in the morning, um, you know, and I'll pull a tarot card. I often just do this on an app on my phone because I'm like usually really just in a hurry to get out the door, but I try and take like 10 minutes to just like center myself with that. Um, and then like during the day, like in my lunch break, I'll always look up some kind of like astro or tarot like forecast stuff online like usually on youtube i'm like really into youtube at night like i'm lucky enough to have a bath so when i come home from work i have a bath every night like i basically just never shower yeah oh good girl I'm just in the bath. <laughs> yeah i just feel like i have this duty to use my bath as much as i can because it's like awesome and i feel yeah. so good about having one um and when i'm in the bath i usually like I'll do some meditation or some visualization. Um, and if I don't do that, I'll try and like meditate separately before mm-hmm. bed. And I might try and read something if I can, just like for pleasure, you know, mm-hmm. not connected to like Twitter or anything. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's it really. That's kind of like a normal day for me. Awesome. Um, first off, what is this tarot app you speak of? Oh, okay. So it's literally just called Tarot. Okay. <laughs> and there's actually heaps. There's like educational ones and just like pick a card ones. And mine's mm. just a straight pick a card one. And you'll know it because it has the kind of classic image of the magician with a yellow background on mm. the app in the, in, the, in the app store. So that's the one. And it just asks you to like pick one card or you can pick like a whole spread and it just kind of like randomly gives you a card and then tells you what it's about. So it's oh, really good, good if you like want to just a quick hit. Well, and I feel like that would be really good to just teach you about yeah. cards. Cause I feel like for me, like I have a deck and I have like a book that teaches you all the different cards. I'm just like, I can't with studying and memorizing. Like it just yeah. takes me back to boring school days, but I feel like that would just, that would be like the perfect way to learn. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think so too. And then like you start noticing like, oh, I already got that card like two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, so I, I kind of have a have the gist of what it means and it's just a bit more fun and you can like do it on the train or whatever. So yeah, yeah I love that about it as oh, well. Oh, so cool. And also love a bath ritual. I actually do my bath every morning. Oh and yeah? I've been, I still shower to wash my hair. So I shower probably like twice a week and then the rest of the time it's just baths and I'm oh. obsessed. Good, so good. Oh, so good. Okay, what is your go-to crystal? Oh, okay. So I really love green calcite, which is Mm. like calming, good for mental clarity. I find I always like to have it with me when I'm doing tarot reading, so I can. I feel like it gives me like good insight vibes. Mm. Um, And also, they say that it's just a really good like clearer of any blocks or like stagnant energy. Mm. And it's so aesthetically gorgeous. It's like this the color of like the sea in like a tropical place, you know, (laughs) very clear and like green. And then I also really love labradorite and fluorite. I also really love opal because opal kind of reminds me of Australia. It's like a big opal place and it feels so just like this instant like hit of like rainbow. Like it it feels like very full of like every type of energy to me. Yes. And it's so pretty. So pretty. Oh my God. I don't actually have any opal because I don't know, it's probably really expensive. I've never like pursued getting any, but every time I come across it, I'm just like, Oh, geez. Vision board it. Vision board yes, it. Yes, so powerful. <laughs> um, okay, also with green calcite. I realized that I've always said calcite wrong and I've said calcite. 
Oh, I wonder if I'm saying it wrong. Are you no, I feel like I feel like I've heard other people say it that way too. I'm just like, and then when I'm, whenever I'm about to say it, I'm like, I know I'm saying this wrong, but I can't remember the right way, so I'm just gonna say it wrong and deal with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I really say so many crystals wrong. So yeah, funny names. It's yeah. fair enough. <laughs> so funny. Okay, next question. What tarot archetype are you resonating with most right now? Ooh, okay. Um, I'm going to say I'm resonating with, I'm feeling really empressy right now. Ooh, and, dang. Right. And I never really have had that experience of like totally vibing with the Empress card, but I think it's just because I feel like I'm in this time where it's very like really ripe. Like there's a lot of things boiling and happening. I'm really excited about next year. I'm in like a beautiful relationship. Like I just feel like I'm actually embodying the Empress for the first time in my life. Like I get it. So yeah, I was spending a little bit of extra time just like meditating on her and she's just mother earth. Basically I have this like garden, like I'm in this kind of relatively new place and there's like all these edible fruits outside. Like I'm just feeling it. God damn. I feel like, okay, so how can we embody the Empress? What's one thing we can do today? Ooh, get outside for sure. Like be in nature, put like bare feet on the ground and just be really like in your body, like feel sexual, feel sensual, like let yourself be open to like showing other people love and receiving love really importantly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the Empress is very much like Beyonce, especially like Beyonce in those pregnancy pictures. Yes, so it's yeah. like, it's fierce. It's like empowered. It's, it's sensual, but it's also very giving as well as receiving, but it's very much like a feminine energy that like stands in its power. Like powerful yet nurturing. Very. Yes. Exactly. I love, love, love it. Okay. What is your favorite book that changed your life? Ooh, oh my gosh. That's such a good question. I'm going to say this is like the earliest book that I loved, The Little Mermaid. The, like, oh, yes. <laughs> because I don't know. I think it just, it gave me this really gorgeous, like, connection to water that like I still have um and I have a tattoo of a mermaid and I just I love like the archetype of mermaids and the fact that they're like a little bit like fairies kind of like they seem like a little bit naughty or even deadly but also really romantic and and like beautiful and in touch with like the kind of like ocean goddess energy so I think the little mermaid it also is very tragic like the original kind of fairy tale is really really sad and it no, ends really badly oh no, it's tell actually us what happened spoiler oh, okay. alert spoiler alert and like <laughs> trigger warning for the real little mermaid story so yeah at the end um she so her sisters all the other mermaids make a deal with the sea witch where they cut off their hair in exchange for a knife because at this point the little mermaid's voiceless and she's on the ship celebrating the wedding of the prince with this other woman so she's devastated so the sisters are like take this knife and kill them in their like honeymoon bed and (laughs) then you'll get your tail back and so she's like okay I can't bring myself to do that because I love the prince so instead she throws herself like off the ship and into the water and turns to foam and like in the story if you're a human you know you have it you get a soul so you get like the afterlife but because she chooses to sacrifice herself she just becomes foam and dies but that's not actually like 
completely the full story. So that was the ending and it stayed like that for a really long time. But then as it became so popular as a fairy tale, like in the UK, I don't know if it was the publishers or somebody else like told Hans Christian Andersen, like, yo, this is like too depressing. And so he had to update the ending. So in the updated one, she turns to foam, she's dead, but then she kind of becomes like a ghost in the sky and she's surrounded by these other like sea spirits. And they tell her, if you go around doing good deeds for a hundred years, then you will get a soul. And um, so it kind of ends up being a happy ending, but they had to like update that later. So This did not make the Disney cut. Hell no. Oh my God. That is it's real shit. I did not it's know any of this. I know. And I, I was reading this book from the age of four. So I think it like gave me a really warped view of like love in a way, which is kind of sad, but <laughs> I think what I got out of it mostly is just that, like, I love mermaids, so. Okay. (laughs) And then you got the tattoo and all as well. Yes, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm obsessed with that. Okay, (laughs) let's talk about you. Tell us about your, kind of like your career and business journey and how everything worked together with your spiritual journey, because you're doing so many things. I mean, you're working for girl boss, you've got your own business and you're like just a spiritual being. So how did everything kind of intertwine into each other? Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, long story short, (laughs) when I was like a kid, I really, I had like a very hard time. Like my childhood was marked by abuse and I escaped through like my imagination and intuition and books Mm -hmm. and learning. So I was really like spiritually connected as a child. But then of course, like you repress that stuff you repress like your gifts and impulses because like, it's not very cool. (laughs) Like in high school, I was like, and well into my twenties, like I became all about career. It was like my number one focus. And I was um, like climbing really high, but I was like super burnt out. So, you know, I was dealing with like chronic migraines and like just exhaustion and like mental health problems. And I felt like super disconnected. So I basically had to like teach myself to get back in touch with like my spirituality. If I was going to find like meaning again and, and purpose in my life and just take care of myself as well. So I kind of got to a place where I was able to balance like both those sides of my life, like my career and like my spiritual stuff and like give them both room. But um, I guess like the more like career focused side of that is just that like I always loved writing and reading and I always did that. And so I was for my twenties, like a very like typical like journalist and editor for a long time, but I was getting to this point and this is like early 2017 where I felt like I couldn't really and didn't want to separate like my spiritual side from my career anymore because I was like why am I like in the closet you know and luckily like when I came to girl boss I was in this position where I could like identify the public interest in stuff like self-care and astrology like it wasn't just me you know and so I was able to kind of create conversations around those things and had the opportunity to start my own podcast. And so naturally I was like, I want it to be like spiritual shit and and self-care. And so I was just kind of lucky enough that I had the opportunity to merge those two things. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of how I got there. And parallel to all that, like I studied tarot with a couple of teachers for a few years. And then I started, you know, just reading for strangers and I've been doing that for like a year now so in terms of like being like a like a career type tarot reader like I I feel like I'm still quite new Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing all that in the background of like working regular jobs so it all got into this point in the last year where it 
all made sense. But up until then, I was just doing all these different things. Yeah. And I was like, what? Is, what? Oh, I'm so what busy. Yeah. <laughs> so what did, so when you kind of made the decision that I'm, you know, I've shut myself out spiritually for a long time, I'm going to start bringing this back into my life. What did that look like in terms of your, you know, even what you were doing at home and like how you brought it back into your life? Yeah. Well, that was at the point where I started seriously studying like spiritual stuff, you know, with teachers. So I had a tarot teacher and then I had another one and I was like learning Reiki and I was meditating a lot. Like I was trying to have like a 20 minutes, like every day or twice a day practice. Like I set up an altar. I was just like dedicated to as much spare time as like I had to do something that felt like I was nourishing myself spiritually or at least just you know mind body spirit so I started reading a lot of self-help books it was all just kind of like I think what anyone would do if they were just exploring like how to get back in touch with that side of themselves so Mm. you know I would even just like go on websites and it would be like like here's how to like get in touch with your intuition. Like it would just be like a blog article and I would just read it and be yeah. like, Oh yeah, make notes. Like yeah, totally. <laughs> so it was all very much trial and error and seeing what, like trying things on and seeing how they fitted. And then some yeah. things I was drawn to more than others. So I was drawn to tarot because I mean, I've always been interested in it, but I tried a bunch of different um, things in terms of like, you know, like ritual practices and just like, divination practices and felt like that was the thing that I had like the most kind of natural aptitude for. So it was just about like opening different doors and then just eventually kind of narrow it down to what you really gel with. Okay. What is a divination practice? Yeah. So anything to, I guess, you know, divination is basically like any practice that feels like it gives you or somebody else answers on the questions that like are on their mind or in their hearts. So it could be like astrology is definitely one, like the pendulum, Mm. um, ruins, uh, even just things like opening a book on, um, any page and seeing what the message is, um, or there's like these things called moonstones, which in like some traditions are like a form of divination. They're, they're very like culturally specific. So there's actually so much that's universal when it comes to like divination. Like wherever people are from in the world, there's like a form of divination. Like I know um, some people use like cockle shells in kind of like a similar, I, I don't think it's fair to say that it's similar, but in a, sim- a kind of a way that feels like corresponds with ruins. Um, oh, okay. What's, like, okay, but how, does, how do ruins have any, <laughs> I'm just like diving deep into like all the things. Uh, like how do ruins have anything to do with anything? Well, honestly, I don't do ruins. So okay. I, <laughs> I don't really know if I'm like the right person to I just didn't know that, that was a thing. Yeah. So ruins are like, um, they're like, Nordic yeah okay have little symbols on them and so the way that you kind of throw them um onto the ground gives you messages okay so you can I was thinking like like ruins like like castles yeah I was like what (laughs) yeah so it's like r-u-m-e-s and like I say like I don't really do that but I know a lot of people who do tarot that also do that so okay especially if like you're from like a kind of like a Nordic like cultural background, like you're someone who maybe is like into exploring ruins, but um, that's like literally the extent of my knowledge. No, well, I mean, you know more than I do. So that's (laughs) so, okay. But you've taken kind of your favorite things and you, you put them together into this really cool, you know, 
self-made modality. So tell us how a session with you works. Yeah. Well, um, I do just do tarot readings straight up. Like if you yeah. elect to do that and that's all you want, because some people are really just like, no, like give me the tarot reading and that's it. Um, yeah. But then the kind of more holistic approach that I like to do is look at people's birth charts. Cause like I'm by no means an astrologer, but I, I like to blend as much information on their kind of, um, you know, the type of person that they are um, based on the, the information that I can gather from their birth chart. So I come in with that. And then I also like to do things like um, Reiki healing, like most of my sessions are distance. So it's like distance Reiki healing. Mm-hmm. I'll take people through a bit of guided meditation and I'm really into coaching and studying coaching. So I'll give them like my kind of idea of what they need in that moment based on the cards and the conversations that we've had so far when it comes to just like helping them work on their mindset. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of tarot readings um, that are like just straight up tarot readings, they'll, they'll give information, but it won't necessarily say like, this is your homework. Like I want you to think about these things. And so I try and just like take it to the next level by incorporating all these different elements. So it feels like super, you know, longer and juicier and people can go away with like practical tools. Mm, I love that so much. So with all of that that you're doing, how do you kind of juggle everything? Like what, productivity yeah. hacks share with us <laughs> yes uh well I I have to say like I just don't believe that work-life balance is a thing that exists anymore yeah like if you're anywhere like as you know like working digitally um like if you're anybody that works in any kind of industry that like touches the internet or even if you don't like people are going to email you like all night long like you have to just be always on so that's really sad and as much as possible I try and like um as just, you know, decrease the chances of that happening. But I also just kind of accept that that's my life. Um, So instead I kind of just like to incorporate things throughout the day. So like I said, you know, like during the day in my lunch break, I'll take like 10 to 20 minutes to look up like what's going on in the sky um, astrologically at that moment and try and like use some like mindfulness practices to just like breathe, like center myself. And I'll just do stuff like that throughout the day (laughs) because like, I don't want to wait till when I get home at like 7.30 or whatever time it is at the night to treat myself to what is essentially like just basic looking after myself. So I find that you have to just kind of incorporate that as much as you can. But also I, I love to just block out stuff in my calendar that's like stuff that and you don't necessarily have to tell people what you're doing but like if it helps to put say half an hour in your calendar and just say like busy (laughs) or whatever and then spend that half an hour meditating like just I think you just have to treat that mind body spirit stuff as just as important if not more important than what you're being paid to do at work and just wherever possible just squeeze it in and find the spiritual moments in the mundaneness of like your job you know so true 100 percent. and like I I love what you said about just marking time off in your calendar because that's going to just help hold you accountable and make you Mm -hmm. actually do it Totally. Like I wouldn't do it if it wasn't in there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's helpful. Okay. Not going to lie. I had a decent amount of red wine last night and then I stayed in bed meditating until the very last second before I had to rush to my personal training session. I barely had time to brush my teeth. 
I know you're busy too. So when was the last time you ate a breakfast that was actually good for you? Seriously, when was the last time? Rather than shamefully going through a drive-thru where they know your first name, I'm talking about a breakfast that actually nourishes your body because starving yourself isn't good either. Now that I'm doing daily harvest, my breakfasts have totally up-leveled and you know I love a good up-level and I feel like I'm one of those people who actually has their lives together and it feels amazing. I can actually feel good about daily harvest because it's the only thing that is actually good for you and doesn't give you a carb hangover or a sugar high first thing in the morning and you just save your high for the coffee. Don't waste it on sugar. It also gives you the nutrients that you need to be fierce all day because you don't want to crash and it's ready to eat in like five minutes. You can pop it in, do a quick meditation, and then it's time to eat. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced chef crafted food built on fruits and vegetables. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. And I can't even tell you how many vegetables I used to throw out when I was trying to do like smoothies and all this stuff on my own without Daily Harvest. So You don't want to be throwing stuff out. So you get to choose from more than 50 nourishing options for any time of day, ready to blend smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, and more. And each is in this single serving cup. It takes one step to prepare. You just either add water or milk to a smoothie or you heat up a harvest bowl. Literally a monkey could do this. You have no excuse. You need to try the cauliflower rice and pesto bowl. It's my absolute fave. It combines my two favorite things, pesto and low carbs. And I love a good combo. It's kind of like when Bethany Frankel did a cameo on Beverly Hills Real Housewives, but there's a lot less yelling with the Harvest Bowl. And all of Daily Harvest ingredients are carefully sourced for maximum nourishment and flavor. And you can actually see all the ingredients when you open up the cups. You know exactly what you're eating. And it's really just the easiest, most delicious way to load up on fruits and vegetables first thing in the morning before bed and any time in between. So guys, go to daily harvest and enter promo code chakra and get three free cups in your first box. So that's promo code chakra for three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com daily-harvest.com. So you're writing a book of mantras. Yeah. Okay. Tell us about the book. Well, it's, I I haven't even started writing. Okay. Like very barely. So I have this book of, of, a tarot book with, that comes with a tarot deck coming out in April. And so that's been wrapping up and the publishers that I'm working with are like, oh, okay. So we're thinking like November next year, like, do you want to do something else? And like, what would it be? And I was like, I just really love, because kind of like I was saying with divination, I love opening books and just seeing what they say and treating that as like fortune telling. So it's it's literally that. So I'm just going to be writing like, you know, answers or affirmations or mantras on each page of this book. And then the idea is that every day people just open it on a random page, just feeling, you know, filling out like where their fingers, where their hands naturally go, open that page, see what it says. And like, that's your message for the day. And then the idea is that they're kind of like, like they're you talking to you. So it's like yes. your higher self. Is the Ooh, love it. Okay. So what is a mantra that you're working with right now? Oh, um, I've been thinking about this mantra, if you can call it that for a long time. And I, I keep saying it to myself because 
you know, like, as you would know, like, as somebody who's doing anything kind of publicly, like, has any message to share, um, especially, like, a spiritual one, it can be really hard to get over the doubt and confidence issues that come up. Yeah. So the, the mantra that I always use for myself is, it's not about you. Mm. <laughs> and I just say that to myself before I do anything, because I get really nervous. So, like, before I get on stage or before I do, like, a podcast like this, I'll just be like, this isn't about you. Like, if you're nervous, like, get out of your own way, because, like, if you believe in, in what you're saying and you feel like it's helping people, then you shouldn't, and obviously it makes sense that you're nervous, but like you shouldn't be nervous because you're just the vessel for that message. Um, so like any issues you have with self-esteem, like you just have to kind of remember, like it's not about you. Kind of like the message is more important than your nerves right now. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. If you believe in the message, then it shouldn't matter how you feel. You just say it anyway and just do it anyway. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. This podcast is about you, so you should be nervous. That's the point. Oh, no, you've complicated my message. (laughs) You're just making this. Just joking. So you have a podcast. Um, Yeah. And your podcast is called Self-Service, which I think is so cool. Like, I'm like, why did I never think of that? (laughs) Thank you. How did you come up with that? Well, actually, I was thinking of names and I was kind of like um, talking out loud in the office and I was like, it has to be like self-something because I wanted it to be like a play on self-care. And Sophia Amoruso, who's like obviously the Girlboss founder, was just like self-service. And I was like, oh. thank you. That's it. Yes, exactly. So, so good. I and have to credit her for that. That's so good. So what is your mission of the podcast? Uh, I guess that's like a, yeah, to sum it up super briefly, I would say it's like just to hold a space, hold a healing space for women and femmes to empower themselves Mm. with like mind, body, spirit. Mm, I love that. And I feel like Mm. self-care is like a buzzword right now. I'm not saying we shouldn't Mm. use it. Like I use it all the time, but I think it's a great term. But like, what would you say are some of the misconceptions out there about self-care and people that are kind of thinking about it in the wrong way? Yeah. Uh, I think the biggest one is that you have to spend money. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have to buy something to do self-care. Like just because you don't have like a sheet mask or whatever yeah. at home or like money to get a manicure, like that's not self-care. Not that it's not like if that works for you, but I would think of self-care as like taking care of your most basic human needs. So like, Have you drunk enough water? Have you given yourself enough screen time away from your phone? Like, do you need to move your body? Like, do you need to rest more? Do you need to like learn more? Like what's going to give you that feeling of like recuperation from like the stresses of life? Like we're all living so hyper-connectedly and so hectically we're so we're wired like 24 7 so anything that like feels like the antithesis of that do that <laughs> totally even like just like journaling and being like how am I actually totally. feeling right now I feel like we're so busy we're going from one thing to the next and we're just told to always be positive mm-hmm. and then it's like but wait like what am I actually feeling and like yeah. spending time to actually like process what's going on so true that's such a big one like people don't give themselves enough of a dialogue with themselves to even really feel like they can identify their feelings and know what they need and and keeping a journal is one of the biggest things for me actually I've done that since I was like 12 and I love it I I process everything by writing it down 
Yeah. So what are you, so when you like open your journal in the morning, do you have like a set thing that you like write down or do you just like see what comes up? I just see what comes up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm the same way. People are always like, well, how do you journal? What do you, I'm like, I have no idea. Like some days I'll just literally write out like, you're fucking amazing. <laughs> or, yeah. like, or I'll be like, why do I feel like shit today? Oh yeah. It's because of this. How can I yes. feel better? I can do this. I can do this. Like it just totally depends on the day. It depends on the day and it depends on like how you, like why you've turned to journaling. Like if you're angry or whatever, like sometimes you just sort of be like, I am so angry. Yeah. And then, you know, other times I feel like I speak to somebody else. Like I'm like, I'm like petitioning the universe. So I'll yeah. be like, I really want this. Like I'm talking to somebody else. I'm like, I really want this. And like, help me with this, please help me. You know? Yes. And yes. then other times I'm just like, you say like, you're great. Like keep going. Like whatever comes out, which is like, why? part of the reason why I get so nervous about like, God forbid, like my mom like finds all my journals because some of them, they just seem like I'm completely unhinged. <laughs> it's just because I'm going with it. Yeah. All of a sudden these like male nurses come to like, take you away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. like, Sorry. I found your journal. I worry about that. I'm like, please nobody <laughs> find my journals. Oh, so funny. I know one time, um, I like left it open and one of my friends was over and she was like, can't remember why she ended up like picking it up by accident and and it said it was like one of the ones that was like you're amazing blah blah blah, blah. and I was like oh my god she probably thinks I'm such a narcissist and I never said anything I was just like oh oh sorry so funny but that's what they're for like it's all good you got to do that and it does feel a little bit like narcissistic at at first if you're not used to doing stuff like that but that's all the more reason to do it like push through like you have to show yourself that love totally totally um so and I feel like as like spiritual people we're kind of like more we need more self-care than most people because we're like more open and we're more like in touch and we're like in tuned um but how would you like how would you say that you kind of um don't get too overly sensitive or try to like protect your energy what are some good tips for protecting your energy Definitely like shielding. Like I try and do that every day in the morning. And then I usually do it a few times throughout the day. Like, as I feel like I need like another layer, <laughs> I'll just keep doing it. So for that, it's basically just, it can look however you want it to look. But for me, it's like imagining myself surrounded by like a cocoon of white light where, you know, positive, helpful healing things can come in, but nothing that I don't like completely jive with in terms of anything that feels like, negative or draining to me is going to be able to like penetrate my force field so totally just very like protect like setting that protective intention like frequently Mm -hmm. and then just as much as possible like practicing boundaries like out loud you know which is a really big one for me that I still I feel like we all like as women have a, a long way to go with that but um being able to just say no in like whatever way works for you to things that don't feel good for you being able to say like I'm going home now even if people are like no stay or like I'm not drinking tonight even though they're like why you know, like whatever it I'm is. the friend that likes oh my god why are you not drinking yeah <laughs> Literally, I've been on both That's sides me. of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, just using your words, basically. Yeah. Um, and then 
they're kind of the main things for me. I just feel like as much awareness as you can have about the thoughts that you're having and understand that like you are not your thoughts because often if we have bad boundaries, like we're as much of a reason for that. Our mind is as much like the cause of that as anybody else. You know, we're, we're so sensitive that we take on other people's thoughts and feelings and we're like blaming ourselves for stuff that like doesn't even have anything to do with us. So just checking your thoughts like and making sure that you like, yeah, check yourself and, and understand that like just because you're feeling away or, or thinking away doesn't mean that it's yours or that you're responsible for it and just like getting rid of it, letting it go like as much as you can. Yes, I love that. I always say not my monkey, not my circus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Put so that in your true. mantra book. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to manic moments and manifesting, where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested, and I will go first. Okay. So I really freaked out at my husband yesterday. <laughs> my, <laughs> my best friend had a baby, uh-huh. and I wanted to go see the baby, and he was um, – first, like, I was going to go at 530 And I know he wanted to watch this basketball game. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go by myself. And then she asked if I could come at 7.30 instead. So he's like, okay, yeah, I'll come. And so I was kind of out and about, like, buying her a gift and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm coming to pick you up now. It's time to go. And he was like, oh, they just went into overtime. And he, like, didn't want to come. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what is important to you? She's my best friend. She just had a baby. It's a stupid g-. I was, like, going off. I was like, I don't get it. I was like, I just – I would never, ever do this. And he's like, well, yeah, you wouldn't because you don't like sports. He's like, I do. <laughs> Anyways, I mean – Oh, I can see both sides. Same. Yeah, I yeah. feel you. I'm, I'm just saying, I feel you. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of annoyed. He's like, I wasn't even originally supposed to come. I'm like, but you said you would. <laughs> that is so something I would do. <laughs> I, know. Uh, I, I can laugh about it today, but I was like super pissed. And then I didn't even go. Well, I, went, I eventually went home, obviously. But my friend, mm-hmm. I saw my friend posted an Insta story that she was like out at some tiki bar and I was like where are you she's like told me I was like I'm coming (laughs) (laughs) so I don't enjoy sports but I do enjoy this so see you later yeah saw the baby had a tiki cocktail and then Mm -hmm. went home and went to bed so that was my meltdown last thing I manifested this is like kind of like weird and stalkerish but there's this girl that I'm like obsessed with and I'm not gonna say her name because it makes me sound like a weirdo um (laughs) but I was like I want I was like I'm gonna be friends with her one day and me and my friend me and one of my other friends actually used to joke about like the fact that we both stalked her like we would see her and be like oh I just saw so-and-so she's wearing the cutest outfit we'd be like oh my god we're such stalkers and girls yes such fangirls and now she's (laughs) like um I was I'm like going to meet one of my friends for a drink and she's like friends with her and she's like oh she's gonna come too and I was like yes that is so cute. So funny. Yeah. So okay. tell me your last meltdown. Oh, um, well, I went home recently to Australia oh. and it just, it tested my patience. I've been away for like a year and a half and you know how home can be like really stressful and like triggering for like a lot of us and you just regress into like your angsty teen self again. So I just, I did that. <laughs> like my mom was like stressing me out so much and I would just be like, 
Jesus, mom. Like I just, I would kind of like raise my voice at her and I felt so bad, but I kind of just, yeah, I tried to just get out of it by like turning on my observer and like watching myself like out of body, like just being like, this isn't how you want this trip to go. Like you will regret this, you know, like this isn't how you even feel. It's just, it's like a habitual feeling. It's like an old feeling that yeah, you're like it's like it just comes into. over you, and it's like it comes so over you hard like to get out of. I know yeah. sometimes I'll say something so mean to my mom, and I'm just like, Wait, like who even said that? Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I, I think you know, it's it's very liberating to remember that like we're in control and we're not just the way that we used to be. And just cause we're talking to my mom. So it doesn't mean we have to be like a kid again. Yeah. So I was like, sorry, mom. And it was, it was totally fine. <sighs> yeah. So and then, well, when I think about man- the last thing I manifested, I think I, this is like a funny one because I don't think I really manifested it, but well, I did not manifest it, but basically like, I've been like petitioning the universe for like a sign. Like I just want reassurance right now, you know? And ever since then, I keep seeing this, these falcons, like they're called peregrine falcons. And I've seen them so often in such a short amount of time. Like I've come to take them as like a really good sign. That's like just for me, like a visitation from these beautiful birds. So like the first was like, I was walking past like the LA river and one like dove in to like catch something like a few meters next to, where I was standing and then the next two I saw from a car like one was flying past and one was like perched on a tall tree like really close to me and then like another one like a fourth one was perched on a fence as I was like going past and it like looked straight at me with its like falcon eyes and then just yesterday this amazing astrologer her name's Annabelle Gatt and she's on Instagram and she does an amazing Instagram story she does the astrology for broadly um so she posted a story a story sorry where the same type of falcon was on the roof of the building that was like next to hers and she was like taking videos of it and I was like there it is like oh my gosh totally what does a falcon mean though well I have no idea I just feel like for me it's just like a sign of reassurance to be like you're being looked after like the universe has your yeah that's what came over you I was like it's like you're being taken care of like yeah like guarded like I feel like it's like a guardian and this, this happened in like the space of like eight weeks and there's literally only like 20 to like maybe 40 of these birds in California. Oh my God. So like good enough for me, you know. Is it like, like the same one? Yes, I would like to think so. Oh my gosh. Because it was all kind of within this, the radius of like one suburb. So you I actually think it. the same one. Yeah. So I had a quick Google because I was like population, like peregrine falcons in California and it was like 20 to 40 and I was like, yes. I have a whole book on spirit animals and like what different animals mean. Yeah. I'm gonna I feel look like Falcon and send it to you. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. I feel like this bird is probably the same one and it's like looking after it's like looking after the whole of Silver Lake Echo Park. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Albert. Oh my gosh, I love it. Do you need to yeah. name them? What are you gonna name them? Oh oh my gosh, great question. <laughs> I've got to Tarot. Think about that. Yeah, Tarot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, amazing. This has been so good. You are just such a doll. I love you so much. And Thank you gave you. so many good tips and takeaways. So everyone, go follow Jericho and be obsessed with her too. And tell us <laughs> where we can find you. 
Thank you so much for having me. This has been You're so, so cute. Um, you can find me at jerichomandiba.com, which is, my name is a handful, but it's J-E-R-I-C-O-M-A-N-D-Y-B-U-R. Yeah. And then also just on Instagram at jerichomandiba. Amazing. Thank you so, so much, everyone. Thank you for listening and we will catch you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.